Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm a former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Sense and Sensibility, which originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on Saturday, February 24th. Please hang out with us when the podcast is over. You can find us on Instagram. We have two accounts. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Come jump into our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. I will leave a link below. We got a bunch of awesome people over there talking Hallmark. Let's jump right into a synopsis for Sense and Sensibility. Sure. A period adaptation of Jane Austen's Sense and Sensibility. After a change in circumstances, Marianne is torn between two men while Eleanor longs for a man beyond reach. Let's do some news and notes. Okay. The screenplay was written by Tim Huddleston, based on the novel by Jane Austen, of course. Tim has three previous writing credits, although this is his first movie for Hallmark. We've got a fresh writing face here. Roger Bob directed Sense and Sensibility. He has 25 directing credits, including previous mahogany features, Christmas with a Kiss, A Nashville Legacy, and The Holiday Stocking. Dan Janot plays Edward Ferrers. He has been a regular on Hallmark lately, appearing in Our Christmas Mural, Sweeter Than Chocolate, and The Royal Nanny. In between appearing on Hallmark, he has a role on the TV series Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Deborah Ayerinda plays Eleanor. Deborah is a British actress with 28 acting credits. This is her first appearance on the Hallmark Channel. She appeared in Fatherhood, which is the Matt Logelin, Liz Logelin story, which is a little heartbreaking, but I do recommend it, as well as the 2017 movie Girls Trip. Bethany Antonia plays Marianne. Bethany is a British actress with 10 acting credits. She is set to appear in the Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon on Max. Akil Largy plays Colonel Brandon. Akil has 17 acting credits, and this is his first appearance on Hallmark, a through line with many of these actors. He had a role in The Princess Switch 3 for Netflix. Victor Hugo plays Willoughby. He was born in Brazil but grew up in Scotland. And he has six total acting credits, but this is his first Hallmark Channel appearance. Kara Son from Project Runway Season 1 was the costume designer for this movie. She made 68 costumes in 20 days between herself and four tailors. Kara has 30 costume design credits, including lots of work for Disney, like all three Descendants movies. Mm. This movie was filmed in Ireland and Bulgaria. Oh, wow. Let's talk first impressions. I'm so nervous. I'm literally so Oh, no. Well, go ahead. I, I know a lot of people have liked this movie, and I'm going to see Megan, too, but I'm sorry. But this period piece was just not my jam. Uh, oh. it, it was the movie I did not want to watch from the announcement. And I Me uh, either. Oh. But, oh, my gosh. I'm going to be so mad at you. We're going to fight. My first impression is this movie has single-handedly turned me into a Jane Austen fan. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be so mad. I honestly, I'm going to tell you, I wasn't looking forward to this either. I wasn't looking forward to it this weekend. I wasn't looking forward to a Jane Austen straight up adaptation. I wasn't looking forward to it. Like the other three movies are fresh takes on Jane Austen. Nope. It blew me away. Just wait. Okay. Let's talk what we liked. Go ahead. 
start with I'm gonna start with the costuming. Um Ugh, don't read IMDB, babe. People need oh. to sit the hell down. Oh, those colors aren't in Regency <laughs> period. Who the f cares? <laughs> First of all, Karasan would say you're wrong, just because it's not always depicted in Regency movies. They did exist during Regency times. And she had a vision, y'all. The first thing she sent to the producers was a colorway book. No illustrations. She said, I'm starting with the color. Each character has their own color. The Fanny character, she's in green, greedy green, envy green. This is Carousel quoting, by the way. Uh-huh. She had a vision. Eleanor starts in real muted colors because Eleanor's personality is very muted. Whereas Marianne's in like bold, vibrant raspberries because that's her personality. The costuming is telling a story. And if you can't look at those costumes and the detail, Eleanor wears this dress and she wears it more than once. It has this button across the chest. I love that dress so much. I thought the costuming was stunning. You need to know that the ball gowns worn at the ball were not rentals. Every single one of them was custom made for those characters. And while we're talking costuming, Tia Smith, who is a creative producer, talked about the hairstyling. And she said, we wanted to stay true to the Regency era, which means their hair is always up, never down, like in an American in Austin. Mm-hmm. So that means braids, buns, curls framing the face. But they also wanted to weave in, we're dealing with multiple hair textures, and they wanted to weave in elements of the African diaspora. So there are elements of that while also staying true to the Regency era. It was drop dead stunning, in my opinion. I agree. For someone who has no background on the Regency era. I thought the costumes were great. I especially loved the hairstyles. Yeah. I thought they were very intricate and super cool looking. Did you like anything else about this movie? Well, I thought the cast was gorgeous and stunning. No? A hundred percent. There is not a thing I didn't like about this movie, so I'm not going to disagree with anything you say. Okay, listen, for me, like I said, I thought the cast was stunning like when we see colonel brandon i was like hello you're very nice to look at and then (laughs) oh hi we meet willoughby like both these men are remarkably handsome right yeah i just wow wow deborah how do you say her last name again irenda who plays eleanor gorgeous lovely huge standout for me in this movie i thought she was great so i didn't I hate the movie. It just wasn't for me. Finally, the last thing I really liked is I was truly moved when Marianne realizes that Willoughby is not a good guy. Mm-hmm. I really felt for her. Like, I was heartbroken for her. Yeah, I'm oh, I'm curious to hear what you didn't like about this movie. Okay, um, Colonel Brandon, to me, is the definition of if he wanted to, he would. He has a line, which I assume is a Jane Austen line, where he says, he's talking about Willoughby and Marianne, that he may endeavor to deserve her. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that he may endeavor to deserve her. Like, <laughs> I know this man's a piece of trash, but maybe he can be a good enough man to deserve the prize that is Marianne. Yeah. Like, he just wants her to be happy and Willoughby to be a good enough man for her. 
I really enjoyed this story. I may have read Sense and Sensibility in high school. I really don't remember. But what I do know from reading a few reviews is in the novel, Marianne's character is more at the forefront. Her love triangle is a little bit more of the main storytelling. And Mm -hmm. we get a flop in this movie where Eleanor is more the lead. And the focus is on some of the sacrifices that she's had to make for her family and of her own happiness in order to take care of others. I loved the storyline. I think it's very compelling. I was very engaged in the story. Like, I think not knowing the story helped because there was the will they or won't they of the Willoughby Colonel Brandon. How's that going to work out? And then, of course, Dan Janot, as Edward Ferrers and the misunderstanding and when he reveals that he didn't get married. Oh, that's a great moment for me. Mm. Well, okay. Are you done about with what you liked? Sure. Okay. So Dan Janot, he didn't do it for me. (gasps) girl. Like I liked him in previous things. I just thought like his character lacked some charm. Like I just was not into him. I did not understand what was so spectacular about Edward and that had Eleanor and such a tizzy. Like it was, I was like, what, what, what is not to love about Edward? He's a delight. He's lovely to Meg. He's so wonderful to her sister. He's kind and warm to every single person. What is that to love about him? I just, he was so boring i thought (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry this is just not my type of movie don't watch downton abbey ever you'll ruin it for me (laughs) and then can i add the pace was so slow i was like Hurry up. Like, stop. I thought it would be faster because they have to get this whole story in like 125 or whatever it is, right? I'm like, let's move on. It is so slow. My perception, I'm like, they crammed so much into 84 minutes. No. I hope people send their emails. Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. Attention, Wendy. Tomato, (laughs) tomato, tomato. (laughs) I'm... Sorry. I know. I'm being mean. I apologize. Are you mad? No, not at all. Is there anything you wished for? Uh, Well, two things that are not really actual wishes. Um, My one wish is that I had read the book and I'm going to read it. I actually just requested it from the library. (laughs) I requested both the ebook and the audiobook. I'm not sure which I'm going to do, but I am going to read this. I'm far more interested in this story than I am in Pride and Prejudice. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. Uh, Darcy doesn't do it for me. Also, I think the promotion for this movie was really dry. And I think it does a disservice to the movie. The posters, blah. The promos were blah. I thought the movie had a lot more heart than any of the promotion they did for it. And I think maybe they lost some people that (laughs) obviously... (laughs) Not everybody, but that might have enjoyed this movie mm. otherwise. I I feel like, unfortunately, I feel like Hallmark does not put a ton of promotion behind the Mahogany movies. Oh, totally. I agree with you. And that pisses me off because I think if, if your movie is good, promote your movie just like as you would with any of your other movies, you know? 
I will say did a fair amount of Instagram promo, more than usual, uh, because I sometimes those mahogany movies get a little bit buried. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I'm going to be honest. I don't think like the PR promo game of these movies is Hallmark's strong point. Yeah, I don't like a better social media team. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they always do the greatest job of pulling, like, the most compelling clips together. I think some of it has to do with the tight turnaround that they're dealing with and what they have to work with. I said what I said. Okay. Do you have any? Did you see that? Just one. Tell me. And that is that the band at the party is playing Kissed by a Rose. Oh, yeah. There was some contemporary music that was, somebody said it was, like, a nod to Bridgerton. Like, there was, like popular contemporary music played um yeah bridgerton does that as well they play i did recognize kiss from a rose there was another one as well that i recognized but i couldn't name Mm. you didn't like that i loved it oh okay all right i don't have anything specific but i am going to note the dreadful ratings this movie is getting on imdb and reviews and i'm gonna say like if you like this movie go over to imdb and give it a good review because there's a whole lot because i read some good ones on imdb there's a few but there are a ton that were like this is dreadful look i'm not saying this is dreadful it was just not my jam and i read some commentary about casting in this movie and it makes me mad so go over there and put your good reviews on i'm just saying if you can't use your imagination First of all, people of color did exist during the Regency period. And if you're suggesting that people of color didn't have wealth during the Regency period, I can't speak to that. But I did see some Reddit comments where, like, I just can't get past it. You you can't use your imagination for 30 seconds. You're going to turn on a show about time traveling and witches and be like, I'm all in, y'all. But mm-hmm. I can't get to a point where I can imagine a person of color in a position of power. Come on. Yeah. One of the comments I read was like, how dare they ruin Jane Austen like this? And then it said something like, imagine if they cast the movie Roots with all white people and how nope. that would change. Y'all, I just was like, oh my God. Because Sense and Sensibility isn't about the plight of a white person. What is the matter with people? <laughs> I know. So I, I think SWV's Week was one of the other songs that they did a violin cover of. That's what it is. I love that song. You make me weak in the knees. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> I, I'm a teenager of the 90s, babe. I know. Uh, How exciting. Thanks to uh, Twitter for that one. Cool. All um, right. What'd you rate this movie? I gave it five stars. Whoa. Is this like the top movie of your of all the Jane Austens from 100%. the month? Really? 1,000%. Yep. Wow. Um, I gave it two and a half. Sorry. It physically hurts me. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I'm not going to explain myself once again, but yes, you can send me your emails. <laughs> it's just not for you. I get it. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. And to talk all things Hallmark, join our Facebook group, also called Girls Gone Hallmark. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.